Welcome to Voices, a national award-winning podcast brought to you by the Seneca Valley School District. This is Jeff Krakoff. Today we have two guests, two seniors. One is Claire McCafferty and the other is Vivian Palmer. Thanks to you both for joining us today. Thank you for having us. So, you know, diversity, equity, inclusion is a topic on everybody's minds in a lot of different places. And I know there's a program called SHOUT, which is short for Social Handprints Overcoming Unjust Treatment. In your words, um, what is SHOUT all about? So SHOUT for us is about having a safe space and to promote inclusion and diversity within our school so that every student feels represented and feels loved and appreciated so that they can be their best selves. Because we know that it's impossible to learn in an environment when you don't feel supported and you don't feel safe. And so we strive to be that um, for students throughout our school. Okay, and Claire, how long have you been involved with SHOUT? This is my second year involved with SHOUT. Okay. How about you, Vivian? How long have you been involved in the program? This is also my second year involved in SHOUT. Okay. so. Yeah, I know everyone can go to the website and get information on what the program's all about, but um, tell me about some of the specific objectives and goals for SHOUT. So like I mentioned, we strive to make our school a safe and happy place. So to do that, we kind of seek to um, educate the student population so that they know how to treat their peers mm-hmm. and so that they're prepared to go into society knowing everything that they need to know. Um, we as students know that sometimes our curriculum isn't, you know, teaching us everything that we need to know as far as diversity and how to include a diverse population of people. Mm-hmm. So we seek to educate students on those kinds of things. And uh, last year, a few shout members were part of the initiative with the school board um, to remove the imagery from our mascot. And so we have gone from there and sort of hearing information from diverse groups like the Seneca Nation Mm -hmm. and interpreting that into what can we as students do to make this school more comfortable for any person who should walk into it. And from there, we've kind of continued our purpose to the Seneca Nation by educating ourselves and by working with them to do uh, a fundraiser, which are the shirts that we're wearing right now, mm-hmm. um, to raise money for a local organization uh, that supports indigenous families throughout Pittsburgh, I would say. Yeah, that's right. It's called Co-Track. Yeah. Co-Track. Well, tell me a little bit more about that and how can people get involved and support the fundraiser? Um, yeah, I can jump in here a little. So, uh, Co-Track is the Council of Three Rivers um, American Indian Center, and they do a lot of great things here in Pittsburgh. They uh, host Pittsburgh's powwow, um, and they're an intertribal organization, so therefore um, indigenous, uh, all indigenous communities in the city of Pittsburgh. They also do a lot of great work with um, children. There's a lot of educational programs. In fact, that's what our fundraiser went to support was their early start program which is for um, very young children, I think three and under, um, provides daycare services, um, sensitive like education, and also provides mothers and families with resources they need to um, grow their family um, and have a supportive family. 
Yeah, it sounds like a great effort. So are, are people able to still donate to this if they'd like to? Um, the fundraiser is now closed. It okay. was in November of 2021, but you can always send a donation to uh, CoTrack. They have information on how to donate and what programs they have to donate to on their website. Okay. How do you spell that just so people know? Yeah. So it's so CoTrack is C-O-T-R-A-I-C. Okay. And I believe it's a .org website and it's just CoTrack.org. Got it. So if anyone's interested in supporting that, definitely check out their website. You both had mentioned one of the things you do is educate other students. What are some of the ways you do that? Um, yeah. So uh, this month, uh, February, is Black History Month, and that's an opportunity we're taking to educate our school. We are currently working on a Black History Month video, and the topic of this video is a PSA um, about one um, Black history in Pittsburgh and why we need to go beyond just the month. And that Black history is history and deserves to be celebrated throughout the whole year. So uh, the point of the video is we focus on Pittsburgh specific history and we focus on specific figures relating to Black history. Um, and we have a lot of shout members involved, um, all like taking lines. So it's been a really cool project that's in the works right now. Okay. And then another thing that we were doing is something we call a poster project, which has featured um, unknown figure, seemingly unknown figures in social justice movements and um, highlighting their work and how much they've done just to uh, let students in our school know about some of these unknown figures. Who are some of the unknown? I'm sure I don't know who they are. That's why they're unknown. But give us an example of one or two of those figures and what have they done? Um, yeah, so one of the figures is uh, Sylvia Rivera, who was one of the Stonewall activists um, and during the Stonewall riots. Um, and uh, she's a transgender woman and has continued or had continued uh, her advocacy from a very young age and throughout her entire life um, and really started a lot of the transgender rights movements um, okay. or was a part of that foundational effort. So that's one of the figures that we've highlighted. Yeah. And another part of the poster project is we've been able to bring in posters from an organization called Amplified.org, um, which features interactive posters. So when you um, use an, a certain app that you can download on the app store, it makes the posters come alive so that the social justice um, the people who are featured in the posters are actually telling you about their own story. How great. And the, the uh, illustration actually starts to move. And so you're able to hear it from themselves about what they've done to change their community. How cool. We'll have to check that out. So you mentioned um, what you have going on this month. What are some of the plans for the rest of the year? So yeah, um, our biggest plan right now is we're working with other clubs at Seneca to do a Solidarity Week. Um, and the idea behind Solidarity Week is that it's a week um, in end of April, maybe early May, um, that will promote allyship to the LGBTQ community at Seneca, because we know that there's a lot of allies at the school, but we wanna make their voices louder for the people who need them. Um, and so we have, we're, working with other clubs to see how they'll spread this message of inclusion. And one of the uh, pieces that we're working on now is a community art project um, where 
students will are and students and staff are going to be asked to submit quotes if they have them that um, affirm or relate to the um, LGBTQ experience. They don't necessarily have to be specific to the LGBTQ mm -hmm. experience, um, but we're looking for something that affirms that. And these quotes are all going to make up a collage. And this collage will spell out you are valid because we want students to have a constant reminder of that the fact that they are valid and so that they constantly feel represented within the school and not just sometimes. Okay. About how many students are involved in the SHOUT program? Um, we have we have about five officers on our board mm -hmm. um, and I believe our membership is around 40 members right now. It's like 40 or 50, something like that, yeah. Okay, has it been growing since it began? I think it definitely has as it began kind of in the middle of COVID. So it was kind of hard to get things yeah, started in a right. digital age. Um, but now that we're full back in person, I definitely think that the club has grown exponentially. Okay. One last question for each of you. You've both, this is your second year. You're both seniors. Can you think of one thing to share that you've learned and or will take away from the experience of being involved in Shout as you move onward to, to college and and af after that? Um, yeah, I can jump in first. Um, I think definitely leadership has been my main takeaway because um, Shout is such a big organization with such big goals. It's hard. It's It can be a very hard thing to conceptualize because it's very easy to spitball ideas and talk about things, but how do you translate ideas to action? And I think that's been what I've learned the most is how you do translate ideas to action and you know making those actionable items and actually being able to do what you want to do. Um, that has been probably my biggest learning. Yeah, I think mine is probably seeing the heart of an issue as the people. I think it's kind of easy as such driven people and as people who are so passionate about what they do, it's kind of easy to get caught up in, you know, seeing a goal and wanting to reach it instead of looking at who it affects and the people that you can help and the stories that you're able to tell and the people that you can affect. I know that that's something that I'll take with me and that will influence everything I do going forward. Yeah, great stuff. Great lessons learned. So again, I want to thank Claire McCafferty and Vivian Palmer for talking with us today um, about their experience in Shout, which is again, Social Handprints Overcoming Unjust Treatment. If you'd like to learn more about it, just go to the district website under the Our District tab, and you'll see information about uh, Seneca Valley's Diversity Committee and Student Diversity Committee there. Thanks again, and good luck with the rest of the year. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Take care.